0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the talk of the DFS world here, the new internet DFS sensation, Miss Deb Lutz. How are you, Deb? I'm doing great this morning. Thanks. I feel yeah, like a veteran yeah.
1: already,
0: you know, one day in. <laughs> hey, everybody's buzzing. Check out Deb on Coach Talk. You're a big hit. Everybody loves your breakdowns already. So, man, you're, you're off to the races here. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, today we're a lot shorter slate than we had uh, on Sunday. We only have four games today. So we're going to go over those. They all start at a different time, uh, 7, 7, 30, 8, and 10. So they're spread out through the night. Nice little card, a lot of news, some pay-up opportunities. So it should be a really good uh, card for step Deb, to check out here and give some advice. So uh, if you're looking to uh, get our picks and our selections and our lineups, uh, join us, dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for as little as three days for $10. We have an amazing MLB uh, package that we're putting out there that you get free from now until opening day on April 7th. So it's a great time to check us out, um, and we would love to have you. Uh, Today's podcast is brought to you by betus.com.pa. If you're looking for somewhere to bet the Sweet 16 in the NCAA or baseball coming up, BetUS is a fantastic landing spot. There's a lot of states that still don't have legalized betting on games. So if whether you have that or not, betus.com uh, .pa is a great place. I've been with them for 16 years, believe it or not, Deb. That's how long wow. I've been playing there. Yeah, a long time. Uh, and they're they're terrific. Great lines, great payouts. And we have an offer here right now where if you sign up for the first time with, with betus.com.pa and deposit 149. You get two months free with uh, DFS Coach Talk. So that's it. You don't have to pay a penny. You get two free months, uh, all access to everything here at Coach Talk, uh, just to getting out there and giving BetUS a try. So check that out. All the information is on our website, and uh, we'd love to have you try that as well. Hey, Coach,
1: you you actually introduced me to BetUS, and uh, I, I took advantage of the deal. And nice. it's, it's, a, it's a year later, and I'm still playing off my initial deposit. It's been great.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Have you been able to figure out this NCAA tournament, though? Oh, forget that. I will
1: say I'm doing pretty well in the women's. I'm, I put a women's uh, bracket in. Which, oh, you're uh, kidding. Pretty well. But the men's, I, I lost my two of my final four in the first round. So
0: Everybody did. It seems like Brutal. it's crazy. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. And I forgot you, tr- you did the bet U.S. package initially. I do yeah. remember that now. That is fantastic. All right. Well, let's get into these games. We've got four games and a lot of interest here in uh, some of the news that we got to share. So let's start out. First game, seven o'clock. Both of these teams played uh, or play tomorrow. So it's the first night of a back to back for both of them. It's Golden State at Orlando. Golden State's favored by seven and a half. It's a 215 total. 111.25 implied for Golden State and 103.75 for the Orlando Magic. Golden State comes in 47 and 24, Orlando 19 and 53. We have a probable tag for Andrew Wiggins, a questionable for Moses Moody, and then we know, of course, Steph, Iggy, and Weissman are all out for Golden State. The big one for Orlando and the only designation there is Jalen Suggs. He is out again uh, for the Orlando Magic. So statistically speaking, Golden State 16th in the league in pace and Orlando's 10th. Golden State is second in the league after being first almost all year. Boston passed them up, but they're still a stout defense. And now that they have Mr. Draymond Green, they may take Boston back over. Uh, So a, a stout defense against the Magic. Magic 23rd defensively. So some of these decently priced Warriors may be the way to go. So what is your initial thought on this game, Deb? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm looking at the Warriors for sure here. Um, you know, aside from the fact that it could be a blowout, um, there's a few guys that I, that I really like. I think Poole continues to be the play here. You know, with, with Curry out, he's got the ball in his hands. He takes a lot of shots. And his price is still fair at 7,400 um right. the uh magic's defense is is pretty weak um mm-hmm. and so you know a lot of people compare pool versus clay and they're priced about the same um i like pool here i think he's um he's a better play than clay he's good for more assists and steals a little bit more uh a little more reliable i also you mentioned draymond green being back he's finally ramping back up um he actually last game i guess he got ejected so yeah. that's stunted his stats a little bit. So people may not recognize that they may think he's still, um, you know, playing uh, a low number of minutes, but good I think point. he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be ramping up here. Um, he's at 5,800 on FanDuel. That's a great price. Yeah. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm really high on him tonight.
0: He's only 6k on DraftKings too. So yeah, he's, I think he's a good value, nice. both sides.
1: Yeah. Nice price. Um, I also like Gary Payton Jr. um, who's back from injury. He's pretty close to minimum. He's at 3,800. Now he may stay on a minutes restriction. So we want to watch for that news, Um, but he's, he's not typically a 35 minute uh, per game guy anyway. So even with just 20, 22 minutes, might be the value that you're looking for at, at 3,800. So someone to, uh, to think about, especially if there is a bit of a blowout, um, he's going to get some, he's going to get some run. I um,
0: agree.
1: And then, uh, gosh, you know, the Orlando side, I just,
0: They're I don't like anybody. Beautiful. They're so tough, man. It's, to figure It is
1: tough. I mean, Suggs is out, you know, Suggs, I know, uh, you know, you've done well with Suggs a number of times, but with him right. out, Hampton has just been inconsistent I keep yeah. waiting for a big night from him but I haven't seen it so um he's not going to be my value play. Um the you know I'm I'm staying away from the front court even though uh you know uh Bamba's been solid and Carter's been really strong but up against Golden State I'm staying away. And um you know maybe a Wagner at 5600 on FanDuel but really not not one of my top choices.
0: No. And you're talking Franz Wagner, right? Franz exactly. Yeah, yeah. Franz. Franz. Yeah. I, you know, I'm with you on this Orlando team. I have watched them the last two games. I mentioned it after the last time they played and it just looks as though they have really mailed it in. And I think he wants to play a lot of guys evaluate. I would, you know, I guess, you know, I always try to figure out what are the coaches saying to these guys in the locker room. And I really do think he's basically said to them, listen, we're going to get minutes for guys. This is going to be an extended, basically, tryout for next year's team. And they're just, their attitude has changed. I I am not pleased with Orlando's way they're approaching these games. Their scores are way down. And again, the rotation is there. I mean, Anthony Hampton, Franz Wagner, Carter Bomba, Fultz, Okiki, Mo Wagner, Ross Brezdikas, Harris, and even Schofield, And when they really go deep, they go Robin Lopez. So you're talking like 12 guys now. And, you know, not that they're all heavily in the rotation, but 10 of them are. And, you know, I just the only guy that's stepped to me above uh, how he's played is Wendell Carter Jr. But he's eight four now. Right. And yeah. And he's going to get guarded by Draymond Green. So that eliminates him. You know, Bomba seems to be the emergency value center that we go to a lot because it's like, you know, he's going to play minutes. You can justify it to yourself. And he's done okay, but other than that one game where he made seven threes in the first quarter, that was an aberration. I just don't trust any of the Magic guys in a low-scoring game where – you know, I don't even know if it matters if it blows out or not. I think they're going to rotate like eleven guys at least anyway. So hands off of Orlando for me. I agree with you completely there. Um, on the Golden State side, um, it's interesting. I think Jordan Pool's going to be very popular again. He and Clay. It's going to be you know interesting to watch how that rolls with ownership. Uh, Pool on DraftKings is seven four and Clay eight one. So. Those are the two focal points, one or the other. Uh, and I'm going to let ownership dictate that for me because I think their outcome can be very similar in this game. So I'll be watching that closely. And I'm with you on Draymond. We're on the same thought basis there. Only 6K uh, and 5.8 on FanDuel is is cheap. And I think they want to ramp his minutes up. A very sharp point that people that don't realize he got ejected. That wasn't his cap for that game. Um, and I think he gets a decent enough run certainly to pay that price. And I think his, his uh, price will go up. So more than likely, Deb, I'm going to come out of here with one of the guards from golden state and Draymond and not much else. I think we're on the same page on this one. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Let's go to game two. <clears throat> Starts 30 minutes later. It's the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks. And we'll just say it right off the bat. No Julius Randle today. At least we know the news now so we can figure it out. Uh, Atlanta's favored by three and a half. It's a 225 and a half total. 114 and a half implied for Atlanta. 111 for the New York Knicks. Atlanta's 35 and 36 coming into the game. The Knicks are 30 and 41. We have a questionable tag on Bogdanovich. And then out, we still have John Collins, and now Lou Williams is out for this game. For the Knicks, three guys, Nerlens Noel and D. Rose, and as we mentioned, Julius Randle. Statistically, again, both on the first night of a back-to-back, um, so you know, we have to watch that closely. Um, maybe uh, Randle plays tomorrow and was sitting today. But Atlanta's 21st in pace and the Knicks 28th, so that is not exciting news. For us that are DFS players, and it certainly pushes us more to the last two games, uh, prior or, or as opposed to this game, uh, except the last the last game of the night's not exactly a, a walk in the park, but uh defensively Atlanta has been terrible all year. They're 26th, uh Knicks 10th, so they are decently defensively, and I think with uh if Obi Toppin gets the start in Randall's. Sp- Uh, place, you know, it's a pretty tight defense there that that can cause some trouble. So uh, an interesting game. Uh, 225 is a fair total for a game that I don't know if the pace is going to be great or not, but I think you're going to have to have some exposure here. What are your initial thoughts, Deb?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely want some exposure here. You know, what's interesting about this game, I don't know if the Knicks have any life left in them, but, you know, Hawks had the final uh final spot in the playoff picture with the Knicks next up. So, you know, the Knicks are at home. They really want to win this game. They don't have Randall. Um so I like I actually like a few Knicks here. Um I okay. think that uh you know with with Randall out that shakes some things up a bit. Um and there've been a couple of Knicks playing particularly well. Um I like Barrett here a lot. Yeah. I think uh you know he's been playing great. His price is fair, um, and with Randall out, he's he's going to be the go-to guy um, against a you know against a shaky defense. So I like mm-hmm. him a lot. You know, this one I think will surprise you, Coach, because I know you rarely go to him. I rarely go to him, but I like Fournier.
0: Oh wow! He is, okay. Yeah, he's forty-eight
1: hundred on FanDuel, fifty-four hundred on DK. Mm-hmm. He's averaging almost eighteen points a game versus Atlanta. Versus, uh, so three games against Atlanta, 18 points a game. He's only at 14 versus the rest of the league. So he seems to play a little better against, again, against that weaker uh, perimeter defense for Atlanta. Um, He's been playing pretty solidly. And again, some of those shots of Randall need to go somewhere. So he Mm. may be the guy. I I think I'm going to play him in a few lineups for sure. Um, and then you got to take a look at Obi Toppin. Um, you know, he's 50, uh, sorry, 3,700 on FanDuel and only 3,200 on DK. He's starting in place of Randall looks like, and, right. uh, you know, he has only started in two games this year, um, where he averaged, uh, 12 points, six and a half rebounds, three and a half assists and a block. So that's solid production that you're yes. not going to get elsewhere at, uh, 37 or 3,200. Um, so I think, uh, you know, um, the Knicks, um, you know, play a lot of minutes and, um, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna see, you know, 28 to 32 minutes at least, and, uh, could, could really smash the value there.
0: I like that call.
1: Uh, you know, on the, on the other side, the Hawks, ah, gosh, you know, between Herder and Hunter and Bogdanovich and Golinari, um, so, um, you know, Trey young. He's, he's, he's a higher price guy tonight. Um, I'm not going to go to him. Um, I think there's better, better guys to go to at his price range, particularly with the slower Knicks pace and Capella is probably just a little high given his recent performance at 6,400 on DK. Um, and, uh, you know, so it, neither of those guys are my favorite. Those are usually my go-to's for the Hawks. So I might be a I might be a pass altogether on the Hawks. I'm real interested to hear kind of who you're uh, who you're eyeing on that side.
0: Yeah, no, good good stuff. Uh, similar thoughts for me for the Knicks, except Fournier. You know, I that guy drives <laughs> me crazy. But the thing is, if he's hitting his shots, he he does fantastic. You know, he's so shot dependent, but I get it. I mean, he does well against the Hawks. Um, you're right. That usage, which is giant for Randall is going to be spread out to a little bit of everybody. You know, it's not going to be top and just taking over that, that usage by any stretch, everybody's going to get more shots. So I do like the take there, but I'm with you on RJ Barrett. I think he may be the, the highest owned player on the slate really at seven, six, you got a medium price guy that's scoring. Um, he'll probably take 25 shots tonight, in my opinion. So I think he'll be 100% in all my lineups. So I agree with you completely there. I think Obi Toppin's going to be hard to pass up. He's the value play right now. And again, we always get more value open up as the day goes. But at only 3 2 on DraftKings, and he's cheap on FanDuel and Yahoo as well, uh, he just makes sense. He's active when he's in there. He's going to get you some stocks. And uh, he does make the rest of. Uh, the buy-ups work. So for me, the, I know it's Chalk City. And again, you know, if you're playing cash, sometimes you got to eat the chalk. And with Barrett and Top, and I think those two guys are going to get the most play on that side of the ball. But I'm not totally against your Fournier play. It makes sense to me, but I'm uh, not sure I'll go there yet. But it is in consideration. Um, on the Atlanta side, though, I, I have a pretty strong feeling for Trey Young tonight, though, Deb. I think at 10-4, Atlanta needs to win. Uh, they need to, you know, solidify themselves at least a spot to get into this playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, it's just it's mind-boggling that they basically had the same team last year and got to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I think they're really going to tighten the, the belt strap here. The coach's job is on the line. And, you know, I just like Trey in this matchup. I know the Knicks don't play fast. But uh, Trey in Madison Square, he likes the bright lights. Uh, he's played well there before. And at 10-4, I think it's doable on a, a real slate that doesn't have a ton of buy-up potential. Um, the other reason I like Toppen, by the way, is I'm not sure how they're going to guard him. Gallinari, I don't know how he's going to keep him off the glass. You know, he's way too quick uh, for, for Gallo. So we'll see. That'll be uh, interesting. Golinari smashed for me last time. I have a bit of a soft spot for him at 5-1. You know, since Collins has been out, he has absorbed almost the entire amount of those minutes and is producing, uh, but, you know, a little risk involved there. So I do like this game, Deb. Uh, definitely the the bear Toppin with Young and possibly a Gallo shot here. Capello's not, Capella's not the worst play either, but Mitch Robinson's a pretty stout, uh, you know, competitor defensively. And even if they come in, you know, internally with Taj Gibson or Jericho Sims, who will get minutes tonight, too, uh, to back up top and a little bit tougher in the paint for those guys. So I think I'm going to stick uh, with the the wings and the point for Atlanta and go from there. I like it. All right. Let's hit that eight o'clock game Two Last two games, these teams are on an uh, island. No, no game yesterday, no game tomorrow. It's uh, the highest point total uh, on the board by a lot, by almost, by nine and a half. It is the Chicago Bulls at the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee's favored by seven, 234 total, 113 and a half implied for the Bulls, 120 and a half for the Milwaukee Bucks, the highest implied of the day. Chicago's 42 and tw- uh, 29. Milwaukee, 44 and 27. So those two are pretty tight in the standings. Important game for both. Lonzo Ball is out. He also had a setback. I read yesterday in his comeback effort, he's got to be off his feet now for another week and a half. So he may be out oh, wow. until the playoffs or who knows if he'll be back. So uh, rough news for Lonzo there. Um, on the Milwaukee side, we have Giannis Probable. I'm counting him in. The big news is Middleton. No, no Middleton today. So that certainly pumps up everybody wanting to just flood to Giannis. Giannis is going to be massively owned as the pay up guy today. And it makes sense, you know, but you know, you got to find the value, especially I will if I'm going to play Trey Young as well. Um, And then Wiginton is probable. That's the only other news on the Milwaukee side. Chicago's 12th in pace and Milwaukee 5th. That's why you've got this big total. But defensively, not too shabby. Chicago 19th, which actually is way worse than they were at the beginning of the year, but still decent. And it's going to get better now that Caruso's back in the fold. And, and then, Pat Williams. Yeah, and Pat Williams. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Williams. Good. That's a good call. And Milwaukee's 14th. So they're sort of in the middle of the pack defensively. They've had a few games where they've given up quite a few points though. So uh, a great game. I mean this is gonna game that people are gonna watch the most. This is the the TV game if you will uh, that's gonna have the focus this game and then the last one is is the uh, the two that are on national TV. So is this gonna be your feature game of the night be, with the highest total and uh, a lot of different options here.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's not what I'm staying away from. That's for sure. Um, I see myself probably coming out with three to four from this game. Um, okay. You know, I Giannis, uh, I completely agree with you. He's going to be like ninety nine percent owned. But you know, how can you not go with him um, with Middleton out? Um, you know, in a high scoring game. He's been playing great. It just, you know, it it speaks to, you know, how how do you, how do you avoid him? Because he could end up, he could end up with a, you know, 60 to 70 and then you're done.
0: Or 80. (laughs) Or 80,
1: right? So he's going to be one of my two payups. And the other guy who's going to be pretty chalky probably, but I think tough to avoid given his pricing is Connaughton. He'll be starting Um, You know, he gets a little bit of everything. Um, He'll be absorbing some of the, um, you know, some of Middleton's usage. Um, He's only 4,500 on FanDuel, 3,700 on DK. You know, he's really a bargain given the high scoring offense of of the Bucs. So it's going to be I'm going to be hard pressed to uh, to stay away at that at that price point, Um, which will enable me to pay up for um, on the other side. uh, My favorite play is actually uh, Levine. Wow. Not DeRozan, but Levine, because okay. um, Milwaukee's, you know, probably their only defensive liability is the defense against the three. Um, so I see Levine out there um, hitting his shots, and uh, and he's reasonably priced. I mean, he's come, you know, this year he's come way down between the injury and between DeRozan <clears throat> taking some of his usage. He's yeah. 7,400 on FanDuel, 7,500 on DK. I think he's a really solid play against, uh, against a, again, a fast-paced game Miami, uh, Milwaukee team. So he's going to be um, someone that I'm willing to pay a little bit for on on, uh, on Chicago side. And the new guy on Chicago that I'm looking at is Caruso, who's going to be starting. Um, they've right. made the decision to start him instead of Io, uh, and he's going to be in my selection pool for sure. Um, at yep. 4000 on fanduel and and 4100 on dk he's got to be out there a lot you know trailing uh uh drew and and he he should be good for some uh uh you know some steals and um uh, other peripherals so i like him a lot too
0: yeah yeah any any uh mm-hmm. interest in the interior that you know DeRozan, Vuk, either one of those guys
1: yeah um you know Vuk, i i'm uh, you know I've already got who I who I'm interested in at center. So staying okay. away from Vuki's not a bad play though. Um, you know, and, and DeRozan, when you know, up against uh, you know, up against I, mean, I would imagine Giannis would be guarding him. So I think that makes it a little tougher, and particularly at his price point. So I'm a little less interested. They're not bad plays, I'm just a little right. less interested.
0: Yeah. In no, play. I'm with you. I agree. I mean, Milwaukee's Achilles heel has been giving up the three balls. So uh, I'm totally with you on Levine. I mean, mid-priced at 7.5, um, you know, again, it's been tougher for him this year DFS-wise because with DeRozan and Vuk and all the volume shots, he has certainly been the one that sacrificed the most. Um, but at that price, you know, to be able to attack uh, the Milwaukee team from from the perimeter I think is, is important. The only thing I'm concerned about here is – the possibility of Drew Holiday guarding him, I'm not sure that that will take place. But I, if I was, you know, Coach Bud, that's what I would do because Drew's their best defensive player uh, on the perimeter. But they don't normally put Drew on the best player. They like him to contain the point guard. And if that is going to be Caruso, I do think that uh, I'm right now. I have projected Holiday to guard him and and Grayson Allen to guard Levine. So. I'm with you on Levine, but I'm going to look for some coach speak and some beat writer info. See if I can get some matchups uh, prior to that game. Um, again, I'm with you on the same theory. You know, the interior guys a little too expensive with me for me with DeRozan and Vuk. Uh, having to face that stout interior of Giannis Portis and then Lopez. Those three guys, you know, really make it tough in the paint. Um, and so. You know, I'm. I agree with you that Giannis is somewhat of a must. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can make it fit properly. Now, I I don't want to be on the same exact chalk train with everybody else because as of right now, you know, without any additional news, everybody on the planet is going to go Toppin. They're going to go um, Connington as you know, two of the guys immediately that they go to to save the bucks and Caruso. So those three are going to yes. be the money people save to buy up to Giannis and Trey and some in the Joker. So, you know, how do you affect that and where do you go there? You know, That's I different. first of all, I think you can only take two out of Trey, Giannis and the Joker. If, totally if you want to build right, if you want to build a competitive lineup. So that's decision number one that affects things here. And then the second part is, do you want to use all the value of Caruso, Conant, and Toppin to balance that lineup out? Um, because it's going to be chalky with only four games. Again, if news breaks, it changes everything. But it's just looking at the pattern of those builds and how you can d- differentiate a little bit. And I think the big differentiation, Deb, is going to be, which one do you sit of, mm-hmm. of Trey yeah. Giannis and the Joker, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. think, go ahead. No, totally agree.
1: I think I, I think that there's a good likelihood that one of them doesn't hit. Right. The question is which one?
0: Well, I think you're going to see almost, I mean, I do feel like this is going to be a real chalk slate that you have to look at ownership. And we're going to be talking about that all day in Discord and when we post lineups and everything throughout. So really need to be in tune with us. Join us, DFSCoachTalk.com, because this is one of those days that it really matters. Because I think you're going to have so many lineups with Giannis at power forward and the Joker at center and those those value guys that I mentioned. So you're going to have like seven guys that pretty much everybody else is rostering. That's, that's what I see. And I haven't seen this much of a chalky type build in quite some time. But that's the way I think it's going to go. So my differentiation, Deb, and this is going to shock you, and I hope Crash isn't listening, but I may not play Giannis for that reason. And, you know, again, you're not going to have Tats come on here and be that bold or take stances. Not that I don't think Giannis is a great play, because he is, and he's going to do well. He's 12.1. Joker's 12.4. So the way I look at it, yes, you can get those in with all those value, but I'll take the discount from Giannis down to Trey. Trey's only 10.4, and it allows me to buy up from one of those value plays. So it's it's more of a theory-type build here, and not that I'm saying, hey, Coach said don't you know fade Giannis. That's, that's not the case. I think you have to have some exposure to him. But what I'm saying in my main build, I'm going to lean more to, to be, you know, a little differentiation there. Uh, hopefully, Giannis just gets 65-ish. I think I can make that up by being able then to buy up from one of those value guys, because between Conanton, Toppin, and Caruso, somebody's going to bust there. Yeah, yeah, And the choosing the correct one to fade, where you can buy up to a Reggie Jackson yeah. or a even a, a VOOC at 7-7 seven, seven, if you do want to go there, or a Portis at 6-6. Six, six. There's so many options that you can get to on that next level uh, that, that can get you there. So real strategic day. Uh, I wanted to mention that, though, in depth so that I just wasn't like, you know, I may not go Giannis here. But, uh, I'm you know, the, Conanton's the one guy that I, I'm thinking maybe of fading possibly as the – the guy that, uh, you know, is, is the value play that might not get there because I don't know the mat- amount of minutes he's going to get. And with, you know, Matthews and Nawara and some of these guys and being able to move people around, just a little cautious there. So my contrarian piece today is probably not to have a lot of exposure to the Bucks, But on the Bulls side, you know, Levine, I love. And I think, you know, Caruso may be a solid enough play. Uh, Desunmu, Desunmu will split minutes with him a lot, and they still have Kobe White in the shadow. So Caruso is not a smash play. Levine is. But if I can afford to get up to a, a, a little bit of a surprise play, like a Vuk at seven, 7 you know, one of those mid-range guys that have been higher priced, that's where I may pu- uh, push the button uh, just for that different look to the build.
1: I love that. strategic. Now I love that strategic talk coach because that's what you need on a slate like tonight. To your point with only four games, you know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of overlap. So you need that. What's that little edge? You know, um, uh, I think that's I think it's bold thinking. I like it. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, you can't you can't it. win if you don't take some stances. Yeah. I always say that on here. And, you know, you're always going to get uh, face value and exactly what's in my uh, noodle here trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on, <laughs> but uh, it's not an easy one, that's for sure. And it could change again, one big announcement of the guy out and somebody else starting and then boom, you, you know, implode, start over. So it's, uh, it should be interesting. All right. Great. Last game, Deb, it's 10 o'clock standalone, you know, late game, uh, late night sweat game. No other games around it. They're all going to be over and we're all going to be tuning in to Chalky, Mr. Joker here. Clippers, Mm -hmm. Nuggets, Denver by seven, 223 total, 108 implied for the Clippers, 115 for Denver. Clippers come in 36 and 37 and Denver 42 and 30. Guys out, same as usual for Clippers, George Leonard, Pyle Preston for Denver, we have a. Probable tag on Jamichael Green, and then we the guys out are Kanchar, Murray, Najee, and Porter, so they're still dealing with quite a few injuries there. Statistically, Clippers 14th in pace, Denver 23rd, so not the fastest game. And then you have two, uh, you know, decent, tangible defenses here. The Clippers somehow have remained in the top 10 defensively without Georgia and Leonard, which is amazing. They're ninth, and Denver is 15th, right in the middle of the pack. So I know Joker's your center. I know I get it, and I don't blame you, and he's mine too. But what else after the Joker (laughs) floats your boat here, Deb?
1: All right, yeah, I know, exactly. I can't – I'd be remiss if I said that three games versus the Clippers, Joker's one assist shy of a triple-double, so yes – He's locked in for me, but um, I like, I like Aaron Gordon in this game and he's another wow. guy who I don't go to very often. Okay. Um, but um, he, uh, I believe his last game, he had 30 real points against the Clippers. He yeah. seems to play them well. Um, he might be the guy that, you know, I, I think you're, you know, as you're talking about your strategy, my strategy is I might try and keep, Giannis in, uh, alongside Joker, but look yeah. for a couple of these low owned guys, like, an, like an Aaron Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. so he's someone that I'm really eyeing. Um, the other, the other guy, you know, who, who is a pretty solid pick at his price is Barton, Will Barton. He's all the way down to 4,400 on van, on How is it possible. I know. I mean, he just, you know, but he's, he's not, you know, he's not, um, you know, they're, they're, well. yeah, he's not playing great. He has not yeah. been playing great for a while, but that's starting to look like pretty pretty decent value. So I'm going to evaluate him along the lines of a Connaughton and a Caruso. They're in similar price ranges, and right. uh, you know, again, I think you're going to get lower ownership there. Um, on the uh, on the Clippers side, you know it's a, it's a, it's a uh, lower scoring game. The Clippers share the ball around. I'm not seeing a lot of, you know, really great solid options. I mean, one night it's coffee, the next night it's, you know, canard the next night it's uh, you know, um, uh, Morris. So it's, it's really tough to really tough to call on the Clippers side. I think Reggie Jackson's been the one piece of consistency. He's at 7,200 on the and DK, um, okay. I think he's someone that you can you can sort of rely on. I know you've been a huge Morris fan, but at his yeah. price point with some of the other guys on this slate, um, I'm not looking to go to him. So I'm mostly staying away from the Clippers, um, with the exception of seeing, uh, you know, maybe if I if I do take a look at, at your strategy and uh, not play a Giannis and play a Trey Young, that gives me some extra dollars to uh, to pay up to a Reggie Jackson. But um, that's about it for me on, uh, on that side.
0: Yeah. Clippers have been a real headache for everybody. I mean, cause they just take turns, uh, not just doing well, but take turns playing terrible. Like yeah. you'll get a, you know, single digits kind <laughs> of, you know, with coffee, you know, Batum, man, everybody's taking shots. Canard, you take shots at all these guys and man, it's a risk, but, uh, I'm with you. You know, it's hard. I, I'm not on Morris at all today because I think he gets Aaron Gordon defense. And I think Aaron Gordon is the most underrated defender in the league. I really do. He's terrific defensively. Um, so I I really am not crazy about any of the Clippers except for Jackson. And and like you mentioned, that's part of my reason. I'd like to try to get to him if I can. 72 is a little difficult, but I do think he's their offensive leader and, you know, he's going to get a defensive mixture of Morris, Highland, and Barton. And I think he can do well against that group. And he does have a tendency to lift his game a little bit uh, for the national TV games. He, he likes the spotlight. He's a veteran. So he's the only clipper I like. And I'm, I've got to find a way to get to him, uh, which isn't going to be the easiest. But I think he's a good play. I'd like he and Trey Young to... To really be my point guards, you know, like on Fanduel tonight. So we'll see how that rolls. Uh, Barton's price just blows me away. The fact that he's that price four four on Fanduel, correct? Crazy. I mean, there's guys that barely get in that are four yeah. four, yeah. And he's only he's only five one on DraftKings. So I mean, I think he's going to be popular, Deb. I know he's played lousy, uh, but my goodness, that price is is crazy. I remember Barton being almost like 8K. I was going to say, in the sevens, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to look at it more. But, you know, when you're looking for value here and you're looking for that path, Barton might be a guy that y- you just can't avoid. I mean, I don't know. I think he'll get enough minutes to pay off. So, I, you know, I, I do like him a bit. Um, I've been with going on Bones Highland, and he's done great for me. But now he's just blown away Monte Morris and Price. So yeah, Morris is four six, Bones is five three. I like Bones in the fours, but you know, not enough meat on the bones. There you go. There's a dad joke for you. To uh, to maybe go that that expensive, but uh, Aaron Gordon, I could see at five k. His price is always low. Great potential. Ceiling, but awfully you know low floor, unfortunately for Gordon. But uh, I'm with you there. Another value opportunity, uh, and then the Joker. I mean, <laughs> I just you can't go into that 10 o'clock game with any kind of lead and not have the Joker and feel like you have much of a chance. No way. Yeah. So unless you're up by a hundred, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're uh, you're going to have to start sweating, and and that might not be safe. If yeah. It's, uh, You know, Denver needs to win, and uh, he's going to get the minutes, and, you know, I don't think Zubats or Hartenstein. you know, that's just rough matchups for the Clippers here to try to stop the Joker, so. They'd have to triple team him. (laughs) I guess. The sad part about it is even when you double him, he's the best big man passer maybe in history, so he's going to find the open man, and he's going to get it to him right in the passing pocket, and he's going to get the assist. so. Yeah, Triple Double is is a good bet for him tonight. I agree with you.
1: So coach, I have to ask you. So, you know, uh Reggie Jackson, Jordan Poole, similar value. Poole's going to be a lot higher owned, right? Right. Who do, you, who do you like between the
0: two? I you know what? If I was to make my lineup right now, Deb, I'd have them both. I'd go I'd go Poole, young Jackson, and again, fade one of the, you know, probably Giannis, but uh, I'd probably go that direction because if I go with those guys and Trey, you know, like I say, with all of that other value, you know, that we've talked about several times now uh, and you can put several of these guys in there, you, you know, yeah. Gallo's pretty cheap, Toppin's cheap, Connaughton, Caruso, you've got, you know, Will Barton in that in that yeah. super cheap mode. Uh and if you go, you know, even an Aaron Gordon at 5k makes makes sense. And you get the the big bonus on Draymond only at 6K. So uh I think I'll be spending up more on the guard spots, at least mid-range guys, and then looking to save dollars on the wings and some of the fours and uh you know those kind of guys. So we'll see. It's like gonna it. be an interesting build.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun kind of uh tuning into Discord and seeing what's going on from an ownership perspective.
0: Absolutely. So listen, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, this is the perfect time here. Give us that thumbs up. Give us the uh, uh, subscribe button. Hit the little alert in the upper corner. That'll let you know anytime one of our podcast posts. And we would love to uh, have you join us. Go to dfscoachtalk.com and check out our memberships there. All right, Deb, I think we're good to go. Any final words? Looking
1: forward to uh, tonight's slate, and then I get Absolutely. like five five days off until I uh, join up with you again. I don't know what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> oh well, I need your advice in the uh, in the coaches chat there to keep giving me some winners there, and I'll I'll definitely share them in our lineups. No doubt about it. You
1: Got it. I'll be around for sure.
0: Well, great job again. Great to have you on again. You know, for those that missed the first one. Deb's uh, uh, done uh, the Sunday and Tuesday and she'll continue to do those. And if uh, we keep getting all this, you know, all these tweets and all these DMs saying we want Deb, we may have to add you to the more shows. (laughs) Oh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. So uh,
1: thank you very much.
0: You bet. (laughs) All right, everyone. I really appreciate everybody tuning in tomorrow. Always a, a busy day. We're going to have our uh, NBA pod. I'll be doing that solo. And then we've got our prize picks pod. And we also have our golf PGA this week. A uh, real good tournament going. So busy day tomorrow. Uh, you can catch us uh, on uh, right here on YouTube. at uh, It's DFS Coach Talk. And if you're looking for any info, our man Colin's always up to speed on Twitter. That's the best place to go. We're all at DFS Coach Talk. And I believe Deb is at Deb Lutz 33. You got it. And I am at Joe Sarvati. So check us out or just jump in at DFS Coach Talk and you can see all of our information, posting, schedules, prize picks, and everything else. So uh, tune in later this afternoon. Also, uh, Crash and I will be putting our NBA prize pick selections up as well. So. Thank you, Deb. Let's definitely get after it tonight, and we're going to be trying to crush it for our NBA DFS members.